0: Don't choose game bullshit! Jeffrey Wittenhagen, and I'm a published author slash writer. Video games, both old and new, are my passion. I recently had a successful Kickstarter for my NES collector's book called The Complete NES, and I'm currently doing a massive overhaul of my original book called Hidden Gaming Gems, uh, creating a new NES game to go with it. I also have tons of projects in the works. My blog is at Alley.wordpress.com and I'm on a lot of forums as a subcon 3. And we've got guys.
1: Hey! I'm big into uh, no-death runs, high-score runs, uh, collector of all things, vintage and retro, Uh, pretty much anything video game related. I also collect figures, vinyl, VHS, tap handles, old beer signs, and old beer steins.
2: And we've got Daria! Daria here, and I'm a collector and enthusiast of all things playing. I also run a burgeoning YouTube channel which covers retro game review and indie game coverage. You can find that at youtube.com slash DariaPlays T-O-O Please
1: call
0: our number, leave a voicemail or a text message at 262-264-E-G-B-S You know, last episode we talked about um, Splatterhouse 2. Ironically, we record two episodes in one night, so we were just talking about Splatterhouse 2, but um, it was part of our, what did we call it? A double creature feature? There we go. Is that what
1: we were, what we were calling Yeah,
2: that? it was the double creature feature.
1: It's like those old school drive-in movies, you know, that didn't
0: have, uh, double feature exactly. stuff Exactly. Old horror films and shit. Grindhouse. So, the other part of the double creature feature, we chose an arcade game, and actually our first Neo Geo game of the podcast. That's I, true. I don't think we've done another one. Um, and it, no, we haven't. It is Nightmare in the Dark. Um, it is a Bubble Bobble style pla- single screen platformer. Um, released in 2000, believe it or not. Yeah. Fucking way late. 166 mega power for the game is freaking <laughs> insanity. Developed by AM Factory. Published by Gavaking slash 11. I mean, some random companies that have no links to them at all. I mean, it's almost like homebrewy because it was released so late. You basically, though, you're – so so it's like Bubble Bobble except for you're the Crypt Keeper, a Gravedigger. You're like a creepy dude with a hood, and he has like a, a cool lantern. And basically what yeah. you do is you set everything on fire. And you got to – instead of just you know shooting a bubble and trapping them, you actually have to hit them multiple times with the fire in order to engulf them in the flames. And then you can carry that flame around to wherever you want strategically throw it. And it, whenever it hits in its pathway, it will actually catch in the flames, and that actually causes combos and uh, leaves power-ups generally. Mm-hmm. So it's
1: like a yeah, it's like an inverted um, yin-yang dichotomy Snow Brothers. Yeah. Because instead of fire, you have snow.
0: It's very um, reminiscent of Snow Brothers.
1: You put them in the little snowball instead of the fireball.
0: <laughs> That's really, really cool. Yeah, like, basically, though, you want to clear the area. Every five stages, uh, you have a boss. Uh, The boss is usually the size of the screen. It's gigantic. Now, there's not that many levels, though, to this game. There's five. There's, like, five worlds of five levels, and it goes by super fast.
2: Yeah, it actually took me longer to set up MAME and download all the BIOS files I needed than it did to beat the game. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, that's I crazy. was sick
2: as a dog and uh, not thinking too clearly. So it, it took me a little while to set meme up, but
0: now one really, one really cool story is that with my, um, my Neo Geo arcade cabinet that I have here, it actually, I have a, what is it? Like a thousand and one Pandora's box three in it. And you can't set it up on free play. So actually I have to use quarters to play um so i played nightmare in the dark with real quarters i think i beat the game under a dollar there's something cool about that
2: that's pretty cool that would have definitely enhanced the experience
0: yeah for real i had my
2: quarter insert button mapped to the same thing as player start
0: yep that's so when i died
2: i would end up with like a ton of quarters
0: (laughs) (laughs) perfect nice
2: (laughs) so i have no idea how many i spent
0: yeah, because the irony is is that I don't know if if Kyle if you have Nightmare in the Dark mm. on the Xbox arcade. Uh, it's probably on there. I, 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 mean, I was playing it on the AES. The the one sixty one or you have a one thirty two I think in one or something. Mine's one eleven. I got mine a long time ago.
2: So you both were playing it on real hardware. Um.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: I had I had three options that I could
0: have played it on. I could have played it in my arcade. I have the one sixty one in one with the aes adapter for the console and then i have it on the xbox arcade
2: so i'm like the dirty pirate of the group pirates are good
0: nothing wrong the the great thing about that though is it gives you a different aspect so kyle played it on the aes i played it on the arcade and a a stand-up cab
2: i played on my laptop with a playstation controller
0: yeah that's a different aspect. I mean, it's just like with Splatterhouse, like there could have been some button differentials and actually change your experience, which is interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. this game though, I, I think it has very great potential. It just doesn't repeat after the, the five worlds. Like if it would have kept looping, you could have, it could have had like a high score mentality, um, where you could keep going infinitely and like do like a marathon style run on the game.
2: Yeah. I was kind of annoyed that your score... I mean, I, I don't know how else you would do this, but your score reset whenever you died.
0: I like that. Because um, there, there's a, a classic uh, Billy Mitchell quote that he said that later on arcades don't hold a candle to the the classic arcades like Donkey Kong and Pac-Man because mm-hmm. later on the richest person in the arcade could hold, be the world record holder.
2: Okay, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, Moon Patrol is the first one Mm -hmm. that started that trend so now and from what i know that was the decline that was like the roller coaster part where it goes down from there because now it 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 had lost what made it special
2: it was no longer about skill
0: yeah and i do respect that it that nightmare in the dark actually does reset the score because then it makes you strive
2: no at the end does it record just the score that you actually end the game with or does it uh, record the highest score that you got in your playthrough. It
0: records your score every time you get um, game over. So, if I put in a new quarter, like you can, you put in your score. You put in your initials.
1: When I beat it, it asked for my initials or whatever, but I didn't try to play it again. I should have. Yeah. So I could see if the score rolled yeah. over. Did the score roll over? Do you know?
0: Um. Well, the thing is, though, is that once you...
1: Damn it, I should have tried that.
0: Once you beat the game, you get game over. So it doesn't loop. Again.
1: Even if you press start and go into it? Yeah, game.
0: no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's a, it's a game over. It's a fresh new.
1: See, that that should change, obviously.
0: Absolutely. But, I mean, now you have a, a finite way to play the game, though, where you can start maximizing points. It's almost like a kill screen at that point because you have 25 levels now. So mm-hmm. that does make it a little more accessible to, for, like, a world record perspective because there is a max score at that point that you can achieve. Yeah. Because there's no, I can nudge out another 20 hours on the game. (laughs) One thing that actually annoyed me, though, is that, you know, you would go and do these combos, do some awesome stuff, and then Mm -hmm. accidentally get nudged by an enemy, and now you lose all your power-ups. Yes.
1: Yeah, and that that leads us to the power-ups. Yes. I I got one, I can move
0: faster. That's the yellow. You get more range. Is that the Blue gets you more range, or because the red gives no, you more No, yellow is more
2: range, and blue is uh, movement.
0: Okay, and then the red gives you more
2: powerful shots. Yeah, that gives, that increases your fire.
0: But but
1: see, instead of like a shmup, you know how like when you have the the items, you, sometimes they give you like another hit, and then they downgrade you. Mm-hmm. They almost should have taken every time you got hit. Now now you have like an extra hit, or maybe just one hit. I don't know, or an extra hit for each of the power ups you got. So where it's not mm-hmm. so like horrible when you die and it's like god damn I'm, I'm, it's all gone like,
0: yeah that kind of is like oh man you know. it's almost like they had to do it like that because there's only 25 because there's only 25 levels they almost had to make it so every time you get touched you die because otherwise like when it was in an actual arcade there's no way they could have made any money on it <laughs> no you're right <laughs> there's no <laughs> That's way what it's all about yeah is- because at that <laughs> that's point, true, that's though. an arcade game, that's an MVS game. Like they're just trying to make some money, and there's no way they'd have made any money if you could juggle. Now, now if that game would have been a hundred level game or something, yes, absolutely. Because at that point, it's a marathon.
1: As far as the gameplay, there are there is some technique. Now, you if you fall through the floor, you'll actually come through the ceiling.
2: Yeah, that's classic Bumble bubble bobble bubble style. Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. And now it's not like you know the original Mario Brothers or Pac Man where you can go to the left or to the right and you like wrap through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think like Popeye too. You can re-
0: doesn't the screen wrap when you walk to the right? Yeah, it, it has vertical side. mirroring, not horizontal mirroring, basically.
1: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a tactic. Like when there was
1: power ups on the top, I just fall to the bottom.
0: Yes.
2: You know, it's kind of funny. I was. And I played a lot of Bubble Bobble. I love that game. But for some reason, it didn't occur to me to drop to the bottom. I assumed I would die.
0: Oh, I don't know why.
2: So it took I was later in the game that I realized I was like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Why haven't I been doing this before?
0: Yeah, I I was the same thing. And the the irony is, is that we all want it to be longer because the game is really fun.
2: Yeah, no, it, it is a fun game. I, I, I enjoyed this one a lot more than Spider-House do, So
1: <laughs> It's a classic in that, you know, it's like Snow Brothers or mm-hmm. all the Bubble Bobbles, which are just so great. I still can't believe, I, I did want to mention, why is Snow Brothers never sold a lot as weird? Because that's a super rare game. Yeah. I, it really is rare. Like, I've only yeah. seen one. Like, wait, I've seen two.
2: I thought that was right up there with like Flintstones too. Is it is it not as expensive?
0: No, it's not Flintstones as expensive as those is, like sick like. I think, I think Snow Brothers I is don't Snow know. Brothers are around a $100 level.
1: Uh she's right. They actually used to be similar. They actually used to they all even like little Samson was like yeah. A 100. Yeah. There was a time
2: that they were all bucks. kind of an even tier. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I don't collect <laughs> I don't collect full library so I don't pay attention. But yeah.
1: The best way I put it, like, Flintstones 2 is, I think, worth more than Little Samson. Yes. But, but worth less than Stadium Events. Actually, sort
0: of like- I think it fluctuates. I think Samson, like, based on demand, actually gets more expensive than Flintstones 2, depending on the time of the month. <laughs> like, that that's that's surprise me. Well, like, it you know, wait for it.
2: somebody to do a YouTube video, and then, you know, Snow Brothers will be... The next thousand dollar game. God. Yeah, like
0: everyone
1: talks about Little Samson though, it's just like ridiculous. Like I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this I think Snow Brothers is about maybe even close to two hundred though. Really? Car- mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it has gotten sick. Damn. Like all those Capcom rare, like Rescue Rangers two, Ducktales two, Mighty Final Fight. Um, all of those are like sick now. If you look up just the cart, man.
0: Yeah. Freaking craziness, though. I mean, speaking of craziness, awesome. do you Ooh, know how much Nightmare in the Dark is?
1: Um, now it's it's was it released for MVS and AES?
0: No, just MVS. I mean, it okay. was in two thousand. I'm yeah. How much is pretty that sure that's a, It's a is 200. it a
2: disc game? No, no, it's a cart.
0: Yeah. Uh, let, let's okay. actually. Let's look it up live on the fucking podcast right now and see how much it's going for.
1: The only difference between the MVS and the AES for people listening, it was the, the pin output. So it's kind of like yeah. the pin output on a Famicom and the pin output on the NES. It's the same hardware mm-hmm. um, and the same soft, the same game.
0: Yeah, the AES was just created for homes and the MVS was for arcades. I mean, okay. So, so typically though, the MVS are cheaper. Yes, which so is awesome. Nightmare in the Dark. There's one copy online internationally for two hundred and sixty dollars. That's not bad. And it's for the kit, so it comes with the box and the, a poster. A bit worse.
2: And... It's only slightly more expensive than Snow Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. But yeah, like, but there's one. So if if somebody goes there and buys it, they could. Post the next uh, one. Now it's a thousand dollar game. Thousand dollar game, baby. <laughs> That's
1: part of that market.
0: Now the other thing is that the um, all the mini marquees for Neo Geo assume they're reproductions at this point because you're probably not mm. going to find those legitimately unless you're at a convention.
1: Or are they made out of like shitty stuff? Or...
0: No, I mean they probably are just printing out stickers online. Like I see one right now for eight dollars for for Nightmare in the Dark.
2: Man, all I can find is Alone in the Dark. <laughs> I wonder if eBay changed my search on me.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, I beat that one a while back. <laughs>
0: yeah, I see Alone in the Dark on there too. I just see Nightmare in the Dark above it.
1: For Nightmare though, that's what's cool about the multi carts because a lot of those super rare games are on they, it. They made sure to put them on there.
0: Yep. And and I mean that's the craziness about my like thousand and one is that it has so many games in there. And when you're actually talking MVS, you're talking about essentially an arcade. So, you got to be picky on what full arcades you have when you have a house. Like, you can't just go and buy yeah. a complete arcade collection. That, that ain't happening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm now trying to picture like someone who's just, I've got a warehouse and I've filled it with my.
0: I've seen people do it. I know people yeah. who've done it.
2: <laughs> I've seen, I've seen pictures too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know personally. I've seen them, and it's like it's insane. And I think that's why a lot of arcade collectors though, progress to those classic high score games because yeah. if you buy the nostalgic, oh, I love Ninja Turtles. Oh, I love Simpsons. All of a sudden, you pump in your free quarters because you have it on free play, and you beat it one time. And you don't pick, you don't play it again for two years because there's no challenge. There's no nothing left there for you to do with it. As
1: as far as the arcade too, a lot of it it's like how people collect like classic cars. It's Like exactly. a lot of it is like a fix up. They that's like part of their hobby.
0: I, I know a lot of guys that spend more time doing the projects. Actually, my buddy Wiz, he's um went through more arcades than I could ever hope to see, and he just like he fixes them up, gets them perfect, and then you know sells them to somebody else who gives it a good home. And I know a lot of people that fix up that stuff and. I mean, I've done that myself. Is fixed up like yeah. oh, arcade
2: collectors definitely seem to be in the hobby more of the technical side.
0: Yeah, they're a lot more hands be, on. You know? Well,
2: yeah, you you have to yeah, do restoration
0: because the problems are going to come.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, a perfect example is that with my red tent that I have, I blew out the freaking power supply, so I had to recap it with soldering and shit. And knowing how to solder and recap capacitors on a power supply. Like you had to know a little bit of, you know, electrical engineering at that point. And it's the same thing with my, my MVS. When I got that, they had a bunch of little issues and I had to sit there and troubleshoot and figure out, oh, okay, is this the issue or the whole wiring harness had to be redone. So I had to sit there and rewire certain buttons and certain aspects because they weren't grounded properly. Um, stuff like that. It, you have to have a technical know-how when you have arcades for sure. This part where you're like,
1: shit, I knew this was coming. That's the thing about like pinball machines. I can just imagine Ugh. what a nightmare. Like all those little things that move and all those lights like good god.
0: I don't think I can go into pinball collecting um just because of that. I mean, right now I move around too much for that, but even when mm-hmm. I, you know, settle down, settle down, I don't think I'm going to get any pins. I mean, if I do, it'll have to be like a Nightmare on Elm Street or a Super Mario Brothers or something super special there's no way and, and i'd have to be like local to somebody who knows how to fix them too
1: yeah i mean you really have to be
0: because i mean i'm very handy but on the other side that is well beyond my freaking comfort zone
1: <laughs> yeah i have like a limitation where i'm like oh no yeah, i'm not gonna do all that like when it comes to soldering yeah. i mean i can just ask my buddy to do that
2: <laughs> my 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 first soldering project i was like you know what how hard could this be uh, my that... debug station broke <laughs> and it's now sitting in baggies waiting for someone who actually knows what they're doing to take a look at it
1: yeah see it's just like <laughs> it's harder than it looks oh yeah it's amazing how easy people on youtube make it look oh just d d d d d and you're like
2: oh okay, i can cool. do that oh god there's solder everywhere okay no yeah, someone else like, can look at this
0: no been there i've been there for sure soldering is exactly like playing splatterhouse so it's just like the more you do it the better you get at it the more muscle memory you get once you know how to do it it's same thing with like working on a car like mechanics mm-hmm. same yeah. thing is like once you get the muscle memory it's like you can actually streamline it that's how the
1: brain works you know
0: exactly
1: you've seen it before so you can like size it up
0: because, I mean, my, the soldering that I had to really get down was the very small integral soldering with the Mother 3 release that I did because I was doing the tiny Game Boy Advance motherboards. And Jesus. I had to re-solder every <laughs> battery on there. Um, that's, that's crazy. And that's crazy. that was a pain. But that's how I learned how to solder better. And, you know, there was yeah. a few that weren't perfect in things. And, you know, it definitely... Like helped me home. A my nice
2: theory. repetitive project like that is is awesome if you can you can find one.
0: The next part's gonna be with the uh, the complete NES when I start um putting together the games because um we're not farming out production to anybody. So once uh Slydog finishes the ROM, they're actually going to you know I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna put it on cartridges. So I'm gonna learn oh, how shit. to flash cartridges. Uh, I'm putting the board together into because like. I, The company that we're going through is going to have the boards assembled, so I don't have to do any soldering. Thank God. But I'm going to have to put it into the cartridges, attach the labels. I'm pretty sure I'm going through Uncle Tusk because he's he's one of my buddies. Um, He's not the cheapest, but he does the best quality. So that's important for me. I
1: found over over the long run, just go with that because if if the other thing is shitty, then you'll have to buy the best thing anyway yeah
0: you know? and then on the other side though is that I'm going to actually seal every game factory seal because uh, I actually have a um, one of those sealer station things I got one and I actually can do H seams and stuff too um, so I'm debating what I'm going to do for the the actual releases I think the limited editions I'm going to try to H seam them <laughs> that's
2: so a the, nice touch
0: yeah people will
2: appreciate that at, it's, Crazy it, people with money will appreciate that.
0: The H the, the seam <laughs> is not easy to do, but it's no, well, yeah, but I, I can I figured it out my first time messing around with it, and I, I seamed a um Air Fortress with stickers on it. <laughs> like it's an Air Fortress <laughs> that I have. It's all beat up and has has like a rental sticker on the front. It's H seamed.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I I the thing is though is that like I think that actually sealing it is way cooler than putting it in, in, in a box protector. And the collectors that are OCD about box protectors are going to put them in a box protector anyways. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, myself, I'm also OCD about the box protectors, but...
2: I've got three box protectors, and they've been from people I've bought games from. Yeah. So as I buy a new game, it's like, oh, what's my more expensive game? Okay, you got a box protector now. Yeah. You've
0: been <laughs> upgraded. Yeah. Recently, I've been getting a lot of the oversized Nintendo box protectors They're great for people. Genesis boxes. Yeah, but it, it kind of irritates me though because I don't want the oversized Nintendo ones because I have the form-fitting ones for all my other ones. So it's like mm-hmm. I have a po- a stack of the oversized NES ones.
2: Yeah, someone sent me one of those, and I was like, "What the hell am I going to do with this?" Oh, Fancy Star Four, you get a box.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I I have um the only Genesis game I think I have in a box protector is Castlevania Bloodlines.
1: She was saying, I actually used the SNES boxes. I have some extras. When I got like, a huge lot of like a hundred or whatever, yes. And then I just, I just used um, those for the Genesis ones. Like I got like a Road Rash. Might 2 as
0: well, right?
1: A six pack. Mm-hmm. I think you got like a Bloodlines a yep. cardboard version, which
0: is even more of an excuse, which is even more of a reason. Like,
2: well, that's what I'm saying. Fancy Star 4 is a cardboard box.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. I think I have two and three in the box, but I, I had, like, a universal game case for part four because I didn't get the box with it.
2: I have all the Genesis uh, role-playing games. are all boxed. But are they awesome.
1: worth now, Daria, as far as, like, Genesis RPGs?
2: The most expensive is um, Crusader Century, and that you're looking at a couple hundred dollars for a complete copy.
0: Damn, that spiked. Yeah. That's a Zelda. That's a Zelda clone, right? Yes. Oh, I don't have that one for sure. What's Shining 4 set
2: now? Not very, 30 bucks. Yeah.
0: Nice. It's not so bad.
2: Forward. No, that's not bad at all. I need to get, mine, mine's kind of fucked up. I'd like to get another copy of that that's a little nicer.
1: What about the Fancy Stars? Are they... Um,
2: I'm trying to think. The cart, cart only, I sold one for like $30 not that long ago. So in the box, Fancy Star 4 is probably, uh, probably like 90 bucks, I would think. But I don't know for a fact. I, I stopped looking at prices once I have them.
0: What? I've I've noticed that Genesis has become a little more popular. Yeah, like there's I, a
2: lot of games on there that are starting to spike now.
0: So I'm figuring these are going to start going up. Because I mean the cl- the classic expensive ones that I used to have were like Mute League Hockey and Toe Jam and Earl and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like boxed, of course. But like stuff with the cardboard, I think cardboard's going to spike up in price.
1: I mean the rare, the fine one that's in good condition.
2: Yeah. I know Shining Force 2 is like a $60 game.
1: Yeah, the, the sequels are, like, a lot of times, Mm-hmm. because people didn't buy the sequel.
0: Then you got the the, what, the Sega CD RPGs,
2: too. Yeah, I have all those. Those are expensive. The those Lunder went up. Stuff, yeah, I have, I have Lunar Luna Box.
0: Those games are so incredible. Well, though. I got Snatcher <laughs> Box, so.
2: <laughs> That's nice.
0: Yeah, that was that, I do
2: not have that. I have no intention of getting that. Uh, my
0: I, I came across Sega it. Sega
2: CD's place burns just fine.
0: Yes, it does. <laughs> Every game that I've gotten for the Sega CD and the Sega Saturn I've came across. So, like, having Shining Wisdom for the Sega Saturn, which is an awesome Zelda clone, I came across mm-hmm. that in the wild down in Miami, down in South Florida. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. One of the uh, playing trades before they went out of business. I got three working designs, RPGs from them, for, like, 10 bucks a piece.
2: Yeah, my only thing I've gotten in the wild was my Lunar 2 box. Nice. Which was kind of a revenge, um, revenge acquirement from a local game store.
1: What happened? What's the story? Yeah.
2: Um, this is kind of a, this is not my proudest moment. Um. Yes. Yes. There was a local store that was selling a TurboGrafx. They had gotten the system. They had a bunch of games with it. One of the games was, um, Wise 1 and 2. So I wanted it. And I had a gift card to the mall. I had $80, plus I would have put whatever cash. And I was like, you know, is this system for sale? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sell this as a bundle with these games. I'm like, sweet, how much? Oh, well, it doesn't have a power cord. I'm like, that's okay. I can get one of those. How much? And he he was like, no, I, I can't. I'm not going to sell it without a power cord. I
0: hate those fucking sellers that do that shit. It's like, you just,
2: <laughs> you, you've got it here. It's You said it's for sale. I have money. I want to buy it. I've been looking for TurboGrafx forever. Uh, please, you know, how much, you know, and this went back and forth and he wouldn't sell it. And I was like, fine. Then it sat there. Well, actually it ended up sitting there until the store went out of business on their back counter. So that really pissed me off. But I, I went in there again and I was trying to get help from the guy and he didn't want to help me. And I kind of saw around the corner, he was like watching YouTube videos of like girls who hula hooping. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Fuck this. They had lunar two on the, on the rack, it was $75 I had a disc at home I walked out with the case I was like, fuck it, oh. I just grabbed it I just <laughs> flat out grabbed it off the shelf and left
0: That's awesome <laughs> like, there's no, I, I
2: can't even justify that I flat out just stole it
1: <laughs> I was like, fuck <laughs> this Did you ever get a, a CD, either a termographic CD no. or a C-Engine CD? Like, I don't still? have a
2: termographic still
1: Wow. Because if, if you ever get a, a CD, you can play Ease or Y's. I've heard it called Ease too. Mm-hmm. It's to burnable. Anyways, yeah.
2: I have the game. No, no, no. You, you don't understand. I have, like, 10 TurboGrafx games.
0: Just waiting to be, like... I don't
2: have a system. So so
0: you're saying you're collecting and putting it on a shelf and not playing it. <laughs> She's
2: working yeah. on it. She's working on <laughs> it. I am.
0: And it's, and you're You'll just find find waiting to find to find a good deal. There, there's actually quite a few... TurboGrafx homebrews that I have that are pretty amazing. Uh, Mysterious Song. Do you have that one yet? I have it. That is awesome. And it actually has some of the worst voice acting ever, and I love it. <laughs> That's always classic.
2: I got it on the re-release, because I saw when he originally came out with it, I was like, this looks kind of like... I don't know. This looks this looks, this looks a little ghetto. Um, <laughs> and I passed, because I didn't have the system. And then when they were doing the... Re- uh, they re-released it a few years later. I was like, you know what? Oh,
0: mysterious song. Yeah. I didn't know they did the re-release. I have the original, I think.
2: Yeah, they did like maybe there, like a year ago.
0: What's the difference? Is there any difference?
2: No, them? I don't. I don't think there is a difference.
0: We'll have to have to see, like, take pictures of each version and see because maybe yours has extra to it because mine seems like it's like the little instruction manuals pretty small. I don't know.
2: Yeah, if you ever want to do a comparison, we can.
0: Yeah, because mine is it's definitely a pressed CD. Yep frozen utopia world and black and white on the disc art
2: i don't see the turbo community going out of their way to make a to make it noticeably different they have a completely different mindset than nintendo collectors and they're not really into that variant for profit
0: there's one thing. company that i like that i just got one from and it's um Aetherbyte. i got the atlantean <gasps>
2: Oh, Andrew's game. He's a friend of mine.
0: Oh, well, that's crazy. It is fucking yeah. cool. Because they did it on a Hue card. That's yeah. why I had to get it. And it's um it's a defender clone and you're underseas and it's it's definitely you know, it's it's fun. He actually does different types of um different types of modes. So after you beat the defender mode, then you're like weaving it out in and out of um mines and then there's some boss fights in there, like it's actually a really cool Defender clone. Um, mm-hmm. So you can tell your friend, or we can get... Actually, we should try to get your buddy on the podcast sometime in the future. We definitely could bullshit with him about, you know, homebrewing on the Turbo. That'd be really cool, actually.
2: And he has yeah. some very strong opinions, so that could be a very interesting podcast. Sweet.
0: Sounds good to me. <laughs> Let's play devil's advocate, shall we? Absolutely. Yeah, the the other um, Turbo homebrew that I have is Pyramid Plunder. Which is like a really cool little Pac-Man clone. It's freaking awesome. And then, um, you know that there was a recently, um, kick-started campaign, and it was like Saber Riders, and it was based off an old anime.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
0: And it was it was originally for the Dreamcast Uh uh-huh they later on put out oh we're gonna do it for the turbo graphics as well
2: see i knew it was a, I knew it was a kickstarter for a dreamcast game i didn't realize that they had included the turbo graphics that's where
0: their marketing was terrible because i just randomly figured it out like a few days before it ended i'm like oh shit so i changed my my backing bid from the dreamcast version to the turbo version it just showed up under there and they didn't put out an update or anything so i i I definitely got the turbo graphics version i'd rather have the turbo cd because i don't I'd rather play it on that than the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. It, it was just funny though because I saw that and I'm like, oh, yep. But and so that'll be another Turbo one. Um, there was also a Dreamcast homebrew that was just announced like the other day with like no hoopla at all. But it was super interesting because it's a um, it's a Dreamcast puzzler game and. I saw it on Retro Collect and it was like down there, down the, the line, and it's three dollars to get a complete copy of the game.
2: What the hell? Uh,
0: three euro. So yeah, it's called oh, it's called like six bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually the Euros actually went down a lot in price. I think it's like three fifty now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh it's called Fruit Y and it's basically a giant puzzler, like two hundred and fifty levels it kind of reminds me of like you know how you got the incident coming out with that's a giant puzzler like it's kind of like that except for i mean it's not going to be a soku but it's right it's just a puzzler game that's three dollars for a um a box a, a complete release because i thought it was gonna be like a burned disc or something for three bucks and i went to the site and i'm like okay buy it
2: <laughs> how is I don't even that's understand crazy. how that's profitable. That was, yeah. Like, that seems the, like, like losing money.
0: How, how do they even pull that off? Well, because the thing is, is that like if you're looking at it from like a burn CD perspective, like okay, like a quarter of a freaking disc, then you're making money. But they are putting artwork on it, and they're putting a case with artwork in the case. I don't know if, if they're doing a manual. Like Jesus, like they're not making money.
2: That's probably not a manual. Maybe a printed sheet of paper.
0: I would be happy with nothing in it. I mean, I'm getting a yeah. A, a,
2: well, what I'm a, a jewel case. You're gonna have a cover. It's a know, DVD case. It's a printed case. piece of artwork. Oh, it's is a, it's it?
0: It's a DVD case. Okay. Which most of my Dreamcast homebrew, almost all of them, are in a DVD case. Interesting.
2: Yeah. I only the only I've got um, Pierce Solar coming whenever whenever that comes. Um,
0: supposedly it's shipping. Sweet.
2: I yeah, I heard that.
0: You have which version do you have for the Genesis? Because I know you have one. The original. Okay, because I got the re-release, the second release.
2: No, I I jumped on that.
0: I didn't know about it until the second release, so.
2: There's a bit, he um, advertised it really heavily on digital press. I got lucky, I just happened to be active at the time.
0: I do have the trilogy of Super Fighter Team RPGs, though.
2: I have those too, all first
0: releases. Got them all very cheap. (laughs) And I have Zaku, because I had to get all three of his. I, I didn't go beyond those, though. The first few releases.
2: Yeah, I only. I again, if it's a role playing game, I'll buy it. Otherwise,
0: yeah, that's awesome. Don't need it now. Now it'll be, and Kyle might join me in on this. It'll be our goal to find you new RPGs to get.
2: That you will have a very hard time, sir. Do
0: you have Alchemist? Uh,
2: yes, yes.
0: Nice, because that is one of the hidden gems. It's definitely a nice, fun Zelda clone. Yeah, I would just go mm-hmm. off the top of the head, but there's there's a ton out there, so. We'll be able to find you something, I hope. Because then it's it's Christmas. Then it's Christmas for you, because you'll get a brand new I (laughs) know.
2: My collection is like uh, 700 role Playing Games.
0: That's awesome. That is amazing. Just so so you know, it's not a knock on RPGs at all, but we'll likely never do them for homework, because there's no way we can get them done in two weeks.
2: (laughs) I, I completely understand that. There are some that are really short. I could actually suggest some that take 10 hours or less. They don't have to be very long.
0: Because, I mean, because we're, we're also doing editing and other yeah, side yeah. projects. And so, like, our gaming, as we get older, we've mul- mentioned this on the podcast yeah. a million times. It's tough to See, I to think of a short down. game is
2: like, can I play, Can I stay up all night and play this? Yeah. But I know that's not always feasible when you have a life.
0: So we, we've tried Chrono Trigger for homework and, like, throughout season one. And it got to the point where Kyle and I were coming up with excuses not to play it so we could play other stuff. Because <laughs> we were just like, it felt forced. <laughs> and it's Chrono Trigger. <laughs> like, Jesus. Since we're talking about it,
1: what are some of the shorter ones?
2: Um, just
1: off the top well, of your head.
2: Well, off top of my head, I know I can play through... Super Mario RPG takes, like, a day.
1: We could talk about that. We could
0: already do an episode, because I've beaten that, like, 20 times. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the thing is, is just because we don't do it for homework doesn't mean we couldn't make an episode on Super Mario RPG. That's just what I was thinking, like, yeah, like, yeah. Evolve, like oh, because no there's a lot of RPGs that we've played for sure. Final Fantasy one, example. example Final Fantasy seven. Mm-hmm.
1: And now that we know Daria likes that, you know, genre, RPG, like, oh, shit. There
0: you go.
2: The original Dragon Warrior super short. What
0: was it for? Um, New Year's. Cool. I played. E- I played Ease Book One. I was playing Ease Book One and Two on the Turbo, but I played through all Book One. Oh, that's cool. Ease just sounds cooler. I don't know. Yeah. You know
2: what? I've been holding. It's terrible. I've been holding off the entire series. Like I. Want so to play I. it, but I want to start with the first one. I want to play the first one on Turbo Graphics. Yeah, I would. Almost, I have it for Master System, but I don't want to play that one.
0: I would almost <laughs> recommend uh, doing PSP since they have all the versions for the PSP.
2: I have I I get the only
0: I have all the wise ones.
2: yes ease game I'm missing
0: uh-huh.
2: is um, Salsetta for I don't have a Vita, but I have. Oh, I didn't buy that. So that I have all of them. I got a Vita, like. I have three copies of Wise.
0: Nice. So you have the Super One and the Genesis One, and
2: so, yeah, it was released <laughs> on Super Nintendo, Genesis, and Turbo Graphics.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Only one I don't have is the Famicom release.
0: The Famicom release, yeah. Here, here's one. Do you have yeah. Final Fantasy for the Wonder Swan?
2: <laughs> I do, not but that's in Japanese.
0: But it also has a console that goes with it. I actually got the console WonderSwan. That's cool. One. It's pretty cool. There's one, and, is one cool. and two actually came out on that. And Final Fantasy 1 I don't need to read at this point. Like, <laughs> it's, you don't need to be able to read for that one. But, um, no, like, that's
2: like I bought um, Zelda for when they did the GBA release. Mm-hmm. I bought the Japanese one because the uh, it was that little mini Famicom box in like the clear holder.
0: Yes, I was like, really this cool. is so
2: awesome! I don't need to be able to read Zelda.
0: You know, I actually don't have those yet for my Zelda collection because yeah, I pretty much have like all the Zelda games. I don't have those yet. I've been going because mm-hmm. I have every Zelda game CIB. So like I have.
2: You have the CDI ones. Um yes. You own?
0: Yeah, I got those and weird deals and things, and I mean I have stuff like I have a five screw original Legend of Zelda. Like I have crazy shit.
2: I do too, actually. Yeah, (laughs) I got some, and I got
0: some weird stuff like you know Legend of Zelda Link to the Past with Samus in it. That's that I got. That is a gold cartridge for some reason, and I got it at like a store. (laughs) (laughs) I guess <laughs> <laughs> like, like a repro hack at a store but it's like a gold cartridge and
2: okay see that i would i wouldn't buy, like i wouldn't commission someone to make me no a repo ha- uh, repro but mm-hmm. yeah a random find like that yeah that that's novelty worthy
0: so weird but i mean the the two repros that i um commissioned and it was for taco did them for me was um parallel worlds and gossip wisdom because those are both amazing zelda hacks they're brand new games on the super nintendo that's cool and then i do have legend of link uh i got the flashback entertainment version of that so the gold cartridge version like because legend of link's a brand new zelda game that somebody made from the ground up and used assets from different zelda games that one's really cool but yeah i think in the future though we definitely need to do an rpg um episode i mean mario rpg would be awesome to talk about just like our old stories
1: yeah so we've already done the homework like that's what's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about
0: that. Like, duh. Yeah, I mean, Link to the Past is like a yearly playthrough. It was forever until we started doing homework, and I kind of went by the wayside.
2: <laughs> I like the fact, for the most part. I mean, I, I obviously would like to talk about games that I'm probably more well versed in. Yeah. But the nice thing is, is it's really pushing me out of my comfort zone. I'm playing <laughs> the games I play for this are games I've never played before and i would probably not play yeah so, that's where you
1: grow to yeah. learn things about yourself it's
0: cool yeah i mean we're still gonna do we still we gotta figure out a grade for nightmare in the dark and what we're gonna do next for homework but we should do like a homework and then second episode RPG to talk about or zelda or something like that too
2: yeah We kind of introduced it. We, but
0: I don't
2: think
1: we ever discussed it a little bit <laughs> over it. Very... I could go back into it though. Like, um, yeah, okay. I, I did want to mention. So each each boss, it's kind of funny because the boss summons guys.
2: Yeah, you can't attack the boss directly. You have to pe- uh, pelt the boss with other enemies. It's kind of like yes. Bowser
1: and Super Mario yeah. World.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: which was very intuitive. Like, I never even questioned that when the big boss showed up. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to hit him. Let me throw things at him. Well,
0: especially since the enemies spew out pretty quickly. Yeah. What makes me smile inside is it's like, dude, just stop, like, summoning the guys. And I think (laughs) I mentioned earlier that there's 25 stages. There's actually 20 stages total. because I wrote that in my notes. There's only 20.
1: I was thinking to give this a, a lower grade than I am now, because the thing was, and what we were talking about in the messages, too, Where, okay, so it's short, but you can still, like, make a goal. Like, either Mm -hmm. the whole game in that one credit or, like, a high score goal.
2: And, you know, I actually like the fact it was short. Because it's very much, if you're...
1: There's that, too. Even
2: if you're not playing it with, like, trying to be skillful, if you're just playing it to relax... It's fun. It is just fun.
0: And it's cooperative. You can play two players simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, I think what I would have done is... Kind of go the Donkey Kong route and just...
1: You can... Uh, this, the score loops over. But it just gets harder, like, the next time.
0: It's time to do no-hit mm-hmm. runs at that point. Maybe faster. Maybe it gets faster. The Something like that. Now, the now there's one glaring issue I had with this game. There's only one problem. Mm. The music is elevator music. It's like porn music. It's like porn music. It's like chilling saxophone okay. fucking playing.
2: You know what? I had, um... I played it while... Uh, taking care of my son and he had his TV blaring. I don't even I don't even think oh. I noticed the music.
0: Yeah, go ahead and like Kyle use that music for the <laughs> intro. And like it was yeah. like we're at the elevator episode of GBS. Like,
1: well like a lot of it's like trance like EBM letch, electronic body okay. music type stuff. But it's You're it's like, elevator sh- style. It's like Is
2: that shallow. really a knock though? I mean this is a game designed for an arcade setting. You can't really hear the machines that well. No,
0: it's like you're a crypt keeper in a, you know, sitting in a freaking graveyard, and it's like playing like it's a rave. He's raving out. It's not even a rave. It's like piano music playing. It's like piano music. But my point is, in a crowded arcade with all the machines on, chilling.
2: I don't think the music is really that big of a deal.
1: Well, for me, for for what it is, coming from a Neo Geo, it's good quality. Okay. So. And the, the bass hits, like, pretty hard. So, because my, my sub was like...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, it, it's got it going, you know, like, like... That Night at the Roxbury thing or whatever, like...
2: <laughs> All the sound waves on my file are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Spiking.
0: Oh, let, me, yeah. let me see if I can uh, bring up some of the music, just...
2: We go. It's like
0: it's like there's like little like uh, little keyboard solos in there too. Like jeez. Like, <laughs>
2: You know, they went all out for their Bubble bubble clone. <laughs> like, <laughs> this game was not built on originality. We, we need
0: to do that in, like, Metal Guitar, and that would be freaking awesome.
2: <laughs> Maybe, though, they Maybe. said, like, SNK
1: SM- <laughs> SM- was going through, like, bankruptcy, right? Maybe they just were like, fuck it. Let's not make, like,
0: creepy stuff.
2: Let's just, just take
0: use like, some stock. An like elevator. Yeah, that <laughs> was, elevator, elevator stock was, music.
2: That was public <laughs> domain music. Yeah. Just I, yeah. I, I imagine
0: yeah. the guys programming Nightmare in the Dark were on like the twelfth floor of their building, and they listen to that in the elevator on the way up. <laughs> <They're> like, oh, <laughs> fuck it, man. Let's just go home. Like, let's use that in there in the game. It's perfect. It's what we hear every day when we ride up the elevator to work. <laughs> but it's
1: definitely like Jeff said. It's not like a Halloween.
0: No. And, you know, no. mask, whatever. There's nothing memorable with the music or anything, and it, it really doesn't fit the, the setting. I mean, it's not bad, but it doesn't fit.
1: <laughs> no. Now, was actually amazing. The quality
0: is pretty good, actually, like, for just a video game, Mm-hmm.
1: you know? But uh, what I like, the boss... Okay, so...
0: The bosses were huge. Beautiful. Once you
1: killed him, though, he exploded, and all these power-ups flew everywhere. And I thought that was so cool. It's like the pinata...
0: <laughs> the pinata <effect>. yes <laughs> i
1: think that should be used in like more games like it's so satisfying cool. too yeah like so the guy blows up and you know like 30 power-ups fly out but each one disappears pretty quickly so you know you kind of have to pick which ones land, you want you
0: know which way you want to go
2: yeah because you only have so much time to grab them and, yeah. and everybody wants the giant
0: meat that pops up off of the bosses
2: <laughs> i think i only grabbed that once it was always just out of reach. Yeah, it was. It, I actually, I don't even think I got it once.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what the giant meat does.
2: I think it gives you. It gives you it heals one of your uh, lives. I think. Yeah,
0: I think so. Wow, shit. I think so. <laughs>
1: it's just getting treats, though. You just gotta love getting treats.
0: Gotta love getting treats. <laughs> yes.
2: I mean, the meat wasn't all that important to me because I was pretty much just. I didn't care if I died.
0: Yeah, there's no. I was just casually,
2: This was definitely casually playing this.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think any of us were playing it from a world record setting perspective.
2: No, not at I all. I had to physically
0: put in quarters, and I still wasn't. Because so I could, I could open up the quarter return and take more out if I needed to. So yeah,
1: I mean the, the final boss is like almost like a cartoon shaft from Castlevania, like yeah, either from uh, I think Rondo, and he's also from like Symphony of the Night, but. He had that, like, robe on, and there's, like, that magic symbol. Like, even mm-hmm. in Castlevania, they have the symbol He shape. had a
2: good variety of things that he would cast from that symbol, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was, like, sword familiars. Like, yes. That are in Symphony of Those the Night. Those are easy to dodge. Those were, like, the easiest thing he would
0: bring out. So we should probably grade Nightmare in the Dark, even though we didn't get into it super deep. We definitely talked about all the different aspects to the game.
2: Um, it's a monster theme bubble bobble. That's really all you need to know. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Horror based bubble bobble. You're
0: the crypt keeper, and then um, you burn enemies alive. It's fun. And you should play it. If you
1: see it, throw a quarter in. See what happens.
0: Super short, worth a play for sure. It's almost worth like a Halloween binge every year.
1: Yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun way to get into the spirit. You know, it's it's like. A kid could play it. It's nothing
2: like crazy.
0: And, and it's so short, you could actually make that game a drinking game to where every time you die, you take a drink or something because it's so short that you won't get trashed.
2: I would have gotten shit-faced in my playthrough if I had done that.
0: Some of the bosses kicked my ass.
2: Yeah, it was the bosses. Normal levels, you don't die at all.
0: No. That could be your attribution, though, is that like you could actually start trying to play better so you don't have to drink. <laughs> you know,
1: it was that one boss, there was like two of them. Yeah, it uh-huh.
0: was pretty tough. They're
1: like reapers or something.
2: You know what's funny? I had an easier time with when there were two. I killed the first one, it was easy. Uh-huh. And then the second one, like, decided I guess revenge <laughs> he just was like gunning for me and I kept dying on the second one. What, what's was, like, weird what is like
0: when I remember playing this game like a year or two ago, I remember that last boss like destroying me for the longest time. And this time when I played it, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I died on the last boss.
2: Oh, I, I died a couple times. He was also long because I couldn't seem to, even though I was picking up the balls, it, there are specific times when you can hit him and, yeah. and he just doesn't register your hits. Yeah, that and was that was fun. pissing me off.
0: I see, I think I already kind of knew when to hit him at that yeah, point. Yeah, so. So
2: there's a there's a bit of a learning curve with that. Yeah. Um, I think it was the second boss that's like this giant skull on like...
0: The classic one that's on the cover of the game, the cart the big giant oh, is skull he? cart with daggers in it.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 He's like a go-kart skull. Um, <laughs> there's that one. There's actually, you, you know, the classic thing of hide in the corner and he can't hit you. Yeah. I like, noticed that. that too. I was so, like, hell yeah. It's just kind of hard to get the enemies up into the platform. Cause they keep, they keep coming. And if you hit them with your ball, the ball explode. So I kept losing my ball.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, but you're pretty safe. You're not going to die. So that was nice. Um, was there a timer in the game?
0: I don't recall. Yeah. There, there was. was,
2: but it never I never even had close to running out, and it seemed. also when you die, the timer resets.
0: Timer resets yeah, when you die. Why you never yeah. really. So even if you do
2: I die,
1: know. it resets anyway. So it's yeah. kinda like okay.
2: I guess it just instant kills you if you take too long. Well
1: some, something that comes out, something comes out, ain't it? Yeah, Reaper reaper. There's like a little, oh. little hazard maybe. that gets Unleashed on the board like Berserk or something.
0: It's pretty cool, and like that's something to keep in mind, though, if somebody's going to play with it with like a world record mindset, is that the timer could be an aspect.
1: Well, you have to really mash on that attack button, though, because. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing about mm-hmm. it. It's definitely a
2: button masher.
0: Yeah, because you're going to have to hit them multiple times before they get engulfed in flames, and you want to do it as quickly as possible.
2: As soon as you hit them once, though, they're stunned, so. Yes. And that was another thing is you kind of have to master which one you want to hit because you have to send the ball rolling down the level and it goes back and forth until it hits a corner. Right.
0: My uh my best strategy was is that you would go and like stun one and then go to mm-hmm. another one, stun them too, and you, like, not hit him with one but hit him with like two hits. So that way, stay yeah. stunned for a little bit because basically, if you hit him like with three or four hits, they progressively go back to the mode that they were in from like right. three to one, then they're back alive. So it was a good strategy to hit them each with like a couple and then kind of line them up like bowling pins and just mow them down.
2: Mm-hmm. Only thing I was disappointed with, and this is not a knock on the game was the way my laptop is set up. I couldn't stream from MAME. So that was disappointing. Oh, so
0: we're not going to see too many arcade streams. No. Ah.
2: Not not until I figured that little hiccup out. Yeah. So. I ended up having to download Mame UI because the current version of Mame, it was missing a file that it needed to play, and I couldn't figure out what the hell that damn file was.
0: Welcome to arcade. Mame emulation. is not user
2: friendly at all.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a million versions.
2: Yeah.
1: Like when you streamed it, did you play a different version or did you?
0: No, the the Mame UI doesn't work with a lot of screen capture
2: it's so i it's, i had problem with it being full screen i'm having i need to figure out a way to capture full screen games and there's no window mm-hmm. mode yeah oh, okay. and also when i stream on youtube i have to have it in windows so i can also watch the chat
0: because uh, people
2: are talking to me and right. yeah
0: the, the coolest version of Mame, if you can find it is the one with Kylera support which is Basically, like, if all three of us had Kyler support MAME on our computers, we could play three-player games together at the same time cooperatively. That's awesome. That's Mm -hmm. what you need to do. (laughs) Like, streaming is like, have. oh, you want to play? Well, you can jump in right now. Do an RPG that way. Mind blowing. Oh, we can play three-player Secret Secret of Mana Mana (laughs) 2. Three-player Secret of Mana 2.
2: Oh, yes. (laughs) yes.
0: (laughs) That would be amazing if we could figure that out. That's beyond me.
2: Oh god! I don't think I've pl- I haven't used Netplan and emulator in like, like fifteen years. <laughs>
0: I don't even know how to do it. It's
2: been a very very long time.
1: I think it was only like fifty bucks on online when I checked forty or fifty bucks
0: for Secret minutes. too. So. Well, I'll sell you my ROM you. for 50 bucks if <laughs> play with Netflix.
1: <laughs> I think you can even get probably the box. Dude,
2: I'll sell you a disc of ROM for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah,
1: there we go. I'll give you 100 for it. Yes! <laughs> That's what yeah. I should do. Yeah. I should hit yeah.
2: Nintendo Age with, like, a ROM disc collection cell thread. And when people try to bitch about it, I'll be like, but repos.
0: That's hilarious. Aw, <laughs> oh, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I love how there's, like, a double double-edged sword with the communities like that. Like, it's okay to do reproductions, but it's not okay to to bootleg games in this factor. There's just two
1: sides to look at everything. Don't share
0: ROMs, but...
1: Everyone has their opinions, and there's two sides, and more sides. There's at least two sides, if not a hundred sides.
0: Let's do a limited release of stadium events, but you can't make reproductions and sell stadium events.
1: That's why you see some of those threads going like absolute train wrecks. There's mm-hmm. so many opinions flying about, and it just gets insane. And, and contradictions. I think
2: anyways gets a bad rap because you'll get like one thread will get shit on by just a bunch of like-minded people. Yeah, and that might not happen in another, you know, another another conversation, but absolutely, it's like, yeah. That's because it's
0: personality-driven at that point. And
1: on mm-hmm. top of the personalities, and on top of the opinions, you have moods.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody's just having a bad day. Yeah. So yeah. It gets
1: really, like, deep and complicated at that
0: point. That's why you can't Overly. take anything as definitive on a forum because there's no. always different aspects to it. That's why it's just funny to me that, like, you you could essentially go on there with the of ROMs and people would, would be pissed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, they would be... Anywhere.
2: That's a, You know what? Next April. Next April Fools. I think I'll be my next one. That's yes. a good April Fools to do. <laughs> and if someone wants to buy it, well, that's... I'm not going to turn down money, but... You're in the safe zone one I'm day. not going
0: to turn down money. <laughs> yeah. You
1: really
0: want We'll call it a donation. <laughs> <laughs> donation to the cause. <laughs> That's awesome. They're pretty
2: funny actually.
0: That would be amazing.
2: <laughs> Limited edition burn disc of Roms. It's, it's awesome. called It's All the Roms. <laughs> Saran wrapped. It's,
0: no, it's, oh, yeah. what, you, what you do is like these are all the roms that Daria played throughout the last yes. year. Yes, there we go.
2: <laughs> it's my
0: it's for my YouTube channel. <laughs> no, the videos are not on the disc.
2: The disc of Daria has played. And it's,
0: has plays.
2: <laughs>
0: and they're not the videos on. They're just the roms. Just the roms. Yeah, so you can no. Experience them as you watch my episodes on YouTube for free. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah no homebrew ROMs are included <laughs> <laughs>
0: not homebrew at all no no <laughs> i really think that i mean just some of that stuff like if anybody's trying to share like homebrew ROMs, that's just bad form
2: that that's wrong
0: it's just bad form because they're yeah people are i want people to have the motivation to keep making them so why would mm-hmm. you want to demotivate them by sharing their stuff that's just messed up like it should not
2: and that happen. you know what and that's the reason i won't buy other like someone does a repro of someone's hack someone else's hack like i won't buy those i won't buy repros of someone else's translation because that it's the same thing those people yeah. get very upset when someone's just taking their work and selling it and it's like no yeah. i have more respect for this person than that I don't need to have that that item so much that the weird I'm someone thing else's
0: feelings. is that when I did my Mother 3 one, I contacted Tomato Team, and they said, go ahead and release it. We don't want it. <laughs> I, okay. I was going to give That's them a copy. To know. And I actually did contact them on their website and in forums. And, the, the, and that I can get behind. I said, And I told them, I'm like, hey, I'm putting this out on physical cartridge on Nintendo Age Forums. I'm doing a big box release of it. Doing it in a Game Boy Advance box inside that big box with artwork and you know from mm-hmm. the community and blah 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 and they're like all right cool yeah we don't we don't even want to copy because yeah. we so just I, it for fun and it's weird because some
2: people care and some people don't care at all mm-hmm.
0: yeah. but but I, asked, I know but most I know people like
2: Pennywise don't. did on one of his games even in when he released the patch he included like okay here's a scan of like if you did the box art here's a manual to to print out mm-hmm. with it. So it's like, that one's very much okay, he obviously doesn't care. You know, but... There,
0: there was a recent game that they just downported to the Dreamcast and they did, like, a a download your own case for it. it Volgar the Viking, which was an Xbox One mm-hmm. release, and they put it on Dreamcast. And they put, like, a you could put it in jewel case or a DVD case.
2: I saw that. I didn't realize it started. I didn't realize it was an Xbox One. That's yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, it's an Xbox One indie game, and um, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's...
2: Well, you know they're canceling the indie Xbox platform. Oh, God. They're shutting it down.
0: <laughs> that's my favorite part about the PlayStation Network is that every mm-hmm. month we get some free games. Like, this month we got, like, Super Meat Boy and some other games. And it's like, yeah. that's what keeps my Vita going because I, I got a Vita in a trade and Super Meat Boy's on it. So I was actually playing that during lunch today at work.
2: I, I, th- I feel like Xbox really mishandled their indie platform.
0: It's, it's, with the 360, it was cool.
2: Yeah, with the 360. They made a big deal about it and then with the next like dashboard update, they like hit it.
0: Ugh, and they shit on everybody and it's like, ugh. Yeah. And it was really they cool. They didn't promote
2: any of the games. They just kind of let them, like, oh, you can do what you want, but we're not going to give you any exposure. We're going to keep selling you Nicki Minaj's fucking CD album on our start screen every time you load in, but... We're not going to promote think, these game I think that was kind of
0: out of the Xbox 360 by the time they upgraded the dashboard.
2: It's it's absolute shit. Every time they do an update, it just gets worse.
0: Because it was like, the 360 I had modded so it played burn games like early on, so I kind of never collected for it. Okay. PS, PS3 I, I collected and played for, and I enjoyed that. But for some reason... I got reason, into,
2: even though I had both, Like I, 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 it was actually a a weird generation for me because I got the systems pretty early, Mm -hmm. which I never do. But I lean towards 360. Like if if two games came out, I was getting the 360 version.
0: To put things into perspective, I sitting collecting dust when I was in Indiana. Busted out my 360 just to download Fez, and it was like years that I hadn't played it. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. it was it was like I moved houses. it was like two years and then Fez came out and I'm like, I really want to play Fez so I, and it took like hours to update and I think it put a newer dashboard on it. I don't know which one it put on there. It was something new. I didn't like it.
2: <laughs> no I I uh, you know it it went downhill from the blades.
0: Yeah, it's almost like hopefully once they stop support that fans will be able to put the old shit on there for everybody.
2: That'd be nice.
0: Mm-hmm. I would definitely, definitely. It's one
2: big advert. You turn it on, it's just advertisements in your face, and I, I fucking yeah. hate that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm paying you to use the system. Yeah, I don't well, even not now. know
0: what to buy. What to do. <laughs> and that's why I hate fucking digital releases. And, mm-hmm. and because it's like, all right, now I own this game, and I can take it from you whenever I want, or change it so that way. Like, we can modify the game so that way it changes how it plays now because we wanted to change something in it. It's like, but I want to play it the original way.
2: Yeah, it's oh, a, I know, I had a game on my uh, iPhone. It. it was a role-playing game. I liked it. It was, it was a homebrew thing. It was cute. But then the developer updated it with new portraits. Yeah. And I hated the new ones. I was like, but you changed my game. So it's
0: totally
1: ruined now. It's like jaded though.
0: It's like the the differences of screenshots of Pure Solar for the HD to the original Genesis. I almost like the original Genesis portraits better than the newer HD. Good thing to have both. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That was the coolest thing about... I don't know how much you played Pure Solar, but having it with
2: really much at all,
0: having it on a Genesis (laughs) with the Sega CD. It uses the Sega CD audio Mm -hmm. on the Genesis game. And it's the only game that's ever done that. And you could turn it on or off to play the chip music and stuff. That's fucking amazing.
2: Yeah. I plan on, I'm going to play through it when I get the dreamcast one. I was kind of thinking of doing both in tandem and comparing the two.
0: Mm, It's a lot of playing.
2: Yeah. It's a lot of playing. And and don't, don't get me wrong. I played
0: like an hour of it. Like i <laughs>
2: you know, I, I, got, I keep getting to the forest, yeah. and then I'm like, you know, what I want to kind of do something else. But I feel like there's a game after that point that I'm just I'm not giving a chance. Oh, it all. And I've had uh, like I was kind of embarrassed because uh, on Sega 16 Zeb like contacted me He's like, hey, your YouTube channel's great and everything. I was just kind of curious. What do you think of you know Pierce Solar? I see that you have it. And it's like, uh, yeah, I didn't play your game, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Now, I guess I'll go with the grade first. Um, I'd say it is a solid A-. I say A-, and I took off half a point just due to the the, um, the shortness of it.
2: Yeah. You think it's better than Spider-House 2?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. That's yes. actually the exact grade I was going to give it to. I was going to give it a B+, originally, and the more I thought about it, you can still give yourself enough goals.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean that's my aspect of it is that I could see myself trying to hone and refine.
1: What would have made it an a to an A+ is that you could
0: have the score would have looped mm-hmm. uh, once you beat it and then it just got like faster or something. And I mean and now if this wasn't on the arcade, it'd be a little lower if it was a console release.
2: Because'm I'm, I'm thinking like just as a game in general, I was thinking like a B, but I mean if you're given it kind of a sliding scale for arcade, Okay, I can kind of see that.
0: I mean, yeah, because so. I mean, because it's a, it's meant to be played as an arcade game. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, that, I guess we're we're sliding it a little slack because of it, more so. So, so you're, you say yours is a B? I,
2: I, I guess a B plus. I mean, plus? it is a quarter muncher. It's meant to be a quarter muncher. If you give
0: it a B and there's two A minuses, it's essentially a, a B plus at that point.
2: No, I'd get it a B plus. I don't. I don't think it's. It's not. I'm mean, gonna give it a B plus.
0: Okay, so two A minuses and a B plus. I mean, that's still. I would say evens rounds up to a A minus at that. A minus.
2: Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going on record of saying I don't necessarily agree. This is an A quality, but it's still good. I don't want to bring it down.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why we do minuses and stuff. Because if we just did a general A, it would be very tough. To give yeah. games an A, but when we have an A-plus in there, too, it's like, alright, it got knocked down two pegs at that point.
1: Yeah, for me, I kind of like a sliding scale to me, like, stuff mm-hmm. I like, I really like, stuff I hate, I really hate, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was like, Splatterhouse too. 2 was like, give it an F. Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard. Because you get mad. Too.
2: Yeah. Oh, I got so mad at that game. Like, Fuck, that game.
0: Cold, <laughs> Fuck that game. Fuck
2: that game. Let it out. Like, it's like, having three, I was always like, mm, if I ever find two, yeah, I'd like to have that, have both. Now I was like, fuck that, that's not going on my shelf.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would go on the shit shelf if you had one of those.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't have a shit shelf. I do have, the way my games are stacked, I have a shit row.
0: Nice.
2: Because the nicer games are stacked vertically, and the shit games are stacked horizontally because my shelf is too tall.
0: <laughs> so you just put the little crappy ones, I mean. Yeah. It's kind of like my NES boxes that aren't worthy of putting on the rental display or on, like, a, its own shelf.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like those second tier games.
2: hmm
0: <laughs> It's not worthy. Um, so for future homework, what do we want to concentrate on for homework for the next couple of weeks? We have a few on the on the homework list, but we can pick basically whatever. We're open to pretty much anything that would be like a because we want to pick like a bucket list game and see if they're up to snuff type things. So we want to play good games. We don't want to pick like freaking Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Talk about
2: right. it, right?
1: Yeah, well, it's either like an NES or an SNES or even a Genesis or Turbo Graphics game that's like doesn't take too long to finish, but is pretty badass. Um, I we, we can <laughs> even talk about a game we've already beaten, too, guys. Yes. Such well, I mean, I,
0: I think that we should also, yeah, we should do our homework game because I want to play something too. I don't want to just take two weeks off where we're not, you know, playing all playing a game that we can talk about. Um, right. I want I want to play something, but I I think we should also talk about Mario RPG in a couple weeks too. I'm down. Yeah,
2: I have a game. Okay. Uh, Mario and Wario.
0: Mario and Wario.
2: It's a mouse-based puzzle game for the Super Famicom.
0: We we didn't tell her the one rule, Kyle.
2: Oh, no mouse?
0: That we all have to have. Kyle has to be able to play it.
2: You can't play a mouse game? Well, I
0: have to buy it. I don't have, like, an EverDrive,
2: And he doesn't have...
0: And he doesn't emulate, so... Yeah. I I mean, otherwise, I have the mouse. It's a
2: cheap game, if that helps.
0: I mean, I have I have cheap. the mouse, and I could I definitely have mouse. It. I could buy it, but it,
1: that would take a while to get there. So, but yeah, I could definitely do it.
0: We could do that for a future one, if you. Yeah, yeah it could
2: be a future. It have if, to be the next if you, one.
0: whenever Kyle ends up getting it, then at that point.
1: So, if you have the mouse for the Super Nintendo, you can play it.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Now, what kind of game? What kind? Of game? It's kind of like you know. It actually kind of reminds me of. Uh, Mario uh, versus Donkey Kong a little bit. It's kind mm-hmm. of the, you're guiding the character through a level with the, the mouse cursor as like a fairy.
0: Doesn't Mario have like a bucket on his head at one point? Yes. And he basically is wandering yeah. and you kind of set the platform so he doesn't die.
2: That's correct. He can't see anything so it's kind of a a trust game.
0: So it's kind of like Lemmings almost at that point or something like that yeah. where so you're so kind of guiding Mario.
2: I think it's Mario. called Mario Mario.
1: So, Wario, super Mario Famicom. and
0: Mario. Yep.
1: Kids okay, checking it out online. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell oh, yeah. $4. There
0: we go. 9 <laughs> That's the thing. It is super I'm cheap. It's It's cheap, Perfect. for sure.
1: So, while we wait I, for that one to come, what do you want to okay. play in the meantime?
0: Yeah, I mean. I don't I'm, know how long Japan
1: might take a while.
0: <laughs> I think Slow Splatter. To I think Nightmare in the Dark was one of my choices for sure, so. I'm down with whatever I mean we need to play something classic
1: if I have it it's I don't give I don't care what it is I'll play it
0: but... well what else is on our our bucket list that we could knock out I mean I mean we've been meaning to do Spriggan for a while
2: what's spriggan
0: Spriggan is a uh, PC engine shooter that's uh, Kyle says is like one of the best ones of all time
2: okay I don't really have a way to play PC Engine right now? Yeah, I was
0: thinking that. So, like, because the Hugo emulator, I think you have to have, like, some kind of way to play it, I think. And then we had Zombies Ain't My Neighbors and Hagane and Musha on there.
2: Zombies Ain't My Neighbors is a good one. That's
0: yeah, an awesome game. Yeah.
2: You had that mentioned it, that one before. I would have... I, I, I That one I'm up for, and I haven't that, really
0: played is it. Is that one a very long game, though? It's pretty day? damn long. I think it's, like, how many levels? 50, 100? I don't know. Oh,
1: oh, God, is there? Yeah. It's, Jesus. There's passwords. It's hard as fuck, though.
0: Let me I go to the VGBS it, uh, homework, and let's see what our bucket list sized games are. Kyle, do you have Kid Dracula on the Famicom?
1: Oh, yeah. That game was awesome. I never beat it.
0: How about it's let's a pull... side-scroller. You want to play Kid Dracula? Yeah, I could do that. Cause that, I mean, you're essentially really Aluclar, Alucard from <laughs> you know uh, Symphony of the Night, but it's Chibi style, just like Splatterhouse, Waipaku Graffiti. So it give you an excuse to play both of them on like a live stream or something.
1: It's a really tight, wave. Mm-hmm.
0: It's awesome. I mean, I I definitely have not beat it either, and I mean, it's different from Kid's on the Game Boy. Um, very similar, but but different. The level layouts are a little bit different. Some of the bosses are the same. I think the KKK guy is the same in both. And yes, there's a KKK guy. Oh, <laughs> well, that first boss has got even like a swastika on his head or something. Swastika like on his head, and he's wearing a white.
2: That's amazing. This game suit. was never localized. I don't yeah, know why not. Right.
0: Why it wasn't?
2: I can't 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 imagine what that reason would be. Even though it's Halloweeny
0: in in aspects, Kid Dracula, it'll be probably out in November. <laughs> Ironically, by the time you know it gets released, eh. and <laughs> we're not on time. And uh, you know, as our releases come out, um, you're already up on the the blog website, Daria.
2: I saw that.
0: And I put all your September game reviews on the day they were released. So if you look back in the archives, they're like in the right spot.
2: Oh, okay. That's cool.
0: Yeah. The only one I put, I put, so it wasn't released all on freaking Sunday. was your, your newest one. It was like Tuesday or something. So what are some
1: other cool, like mouse games, you know, anymore?
0: Um, that's the only ones that I know. There's like one other one. There's none, none of the other ones for the U.S. were that good. So, I think, like, Harvey Humongous is one, or something like that. That one's not good. Because I think, wasn't um ActRiser Mouse? No.
2: No. Oh, oh, what other mouse games? It would have been
0: uh, a cool mouse
2: Lord of the Rings is Mouse.
0: Lord of the Rings, SimCity, I
2: think. Uh, SimCity is, I don't believe it, I don't think it is Mouse.
0: No? Is Lord of the Rings worth playing? No. No, it's not good.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> There's a threat on Nintendo Age now where someone's like, Is this worth playing? And my answer was like nope.
1: What is it like?
2: <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's a uh, I think it was an Amiga role playing game that was like ported over to mm-hmm. and all the Genesis games were like on Amiga, I don't know why, but Oh Sim it Ant. Just...
0: Sim Ant was actually Okay. Mouse.
2: Yeah, because I was going to say, I play SimCity a lot, and I don't believe it works with a mouse, because I don't...
0: Oh, it, it wasn't um Harvey's Humongous Adventure whatever. The one I was thinking of was Tin Star.
1: Hmm. That game's cool. You like? It's like a shooting gallery.
0: Here you go, Kyle. you awesome, like this one. Actually. Wolfenstein 3D is mouse compatible.
1: That's cool.
0: I don't know how. Ve- Vegas Steaks. That's like a casino. Mm-hmm. So, so Tin Star, I, I didn't like Tin Star. Vegas
2: Stakes, really? Yeah. I think I have that.
0: And Super Caesar's Palace. <laughs> I like Tin Star with the controller, though. Yes, it's not good with the mouse.
1: See, not the mouse is harder.
2: The any, the SNES mouse is actually kind of shitty. Yeah.
0: It's, it's pretty bad.
2: It doesn't there, don't, <laughs> there doesn't need to be games that are compatible with it. Mario's Super Picross.
0: That would be a pretty good one. You're just playing Picross. You're selecting them with a the mouse. What
1: is Picross? What is Picross?
0: Picross is when you um, you get numbers on the top and on the left, and those numbers correspond to how many uh, dots will be on that part, those lines, and all the rest will be X'd off, and you don't cross them off. And when you reveal it, it turns into a picture.
2: Sounds like a cross between Sudoku and... Um, uh My no 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 minesweeper
0: yes thank you i can't mm-hmm. believe i forgot the name of minesweeper oh, I it's um no <laughs> uh, pick crosses is, is a basically it's a logical puzzle because minesweepers kind of one but no it's it's more straightforward no
2: minesweeper is a logical puzzle
0: because like it'll say like zero like it'll say like say there's 10 lines across and it'll say zero you know there's none on that one if it says 10 you know there's 10 you've blow them all up and then it then it does the cross side and it's it's pretty decent
1: so that's the only that's on super family only right yes and that's and you you have it
2: Mm -hmm.
0: do you
1: do you have a daria or can you play it
2: I, i can play anything
0: yeah oh damn um arkanoid do it again
2: I do want to buy Mario and Wario now too now though too. It's cheap as hell. Like, driving no, the price. It up. is cheap driving as oh, hell.
1: We're outbidding bidding each other. We need we need to get yeah. I actually bid we the We need to compare those, it
2: make sure we don't bid on the same one and Megalomania. Snag ours before the uh, podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. There's a buy it
1: now for four shipping four, but I went for the the ball bid.
2: <laughs> oh, that that one that ninety nine cent yeah. one? <laughs> oh, good to know I was gonna hit that one. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, I just suggested it to this guy. I should wait.
0: Here's here's a, a a trilogy of games, Kyle, you need to get. It's called Mario's Early Years. Fun with letters, numbers, and preschool. You need to get those. <laughs>
2: Hell yeah. Perfect. Uh, this one's kind of ugly. I don't want this one.
0: Lamborghini American Challenge.
2: Yeah, oh don't get
0: that.
2: that $4 one, the other $4 Yeah, one. that $4 one looks like someone wiped their ass with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, she fit right in.
2: Oh, yeah, she will. <laughs> uh, I have
0: Mario and Wario CIB, by the way. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I just looked. Oh, there's one in here for 20 <laughs> I have it boxed. I-, I think I got it for like 5 or something. Yeah. You remember, it was in my basement in Mishawaka, Kyle.
1: No one wants Mario and Wario. It's great. Hell no, they don't. About time someone doesn't want something I want. Exactly.
2: Oh, here's a $8 one that doesn't look poopy. That's the
1: one. Go for that one. That's the best one besides the the bid.
2: Yeah, sale ends in 12 hours.
1: Yeah, I was gonna get that one, but um, cheap.
2: Why is it acceptable?
1: That's funny.
2: Yeah, this one would be better to get and play it with the actual mouse rather than trying to emulate it.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of excited to do it now. I haven't used that mouse (laughs) forever.
2: I tried to play Lord of the Rings with it. I was like, why am I doing this?
1: Oh yeah, so we before we go, so is it like an RPG or like
2: yeah, it's, it's an RPG. Um, it's not turn based. It's sort of an action RPG.
0: It's an action RPG, or is it like. Yeah. But well, you said it's not good, though, for an action RPG. So far. No,
2: it's. I didn't like it. Well,
0: imagine playing Zelda with a mouse. It doesn't sound.
2: Exactly. You know what? That's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> it's slash, something slash, slash. I feel should not have been ported.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Basically, that's the thing. It's stuff like. It's not designed or not ported for the right thing. It's kind of like putting a a game on a touchscreen on, like, an iPhone or an Android. Same thing.
2: Yeah. Only without that giant D-pad taking up a fourth of your screen.
0: There's something interesting that Nintendo patented that I don't know what it means exactly, but it's something like you can feel the touchscreen when you're pressing on it, like a button. Huh. Oh, I see what you mean. Like ha- It's called haptic feedback or something like that. So basically, like, if they had, like, a touchscreen and, like, like if they did their own iPad or iPhone or something, you, they'll it, you, feel like there's a D-pad That's and tight. a button. You know what? Amazing.
2: They make a device. They make stickers you can put on the back of your phone that are programmable buttons. I wonder if you could somehow like hack one of those to be like direction, like a controller on the back of your phone.
0: You can, um, you can do like like Bluetooth ones and things yeah. like yeah. I mean, there's little Bluetooth controllers that you can use too. But um, but yeah, with that, they're doing something new with that 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 technology. I think that would be pretty cool. That might be mm-hmm. the future. Yeah, I mean that's for, the first step game.
1: toward something that's never been done.
0: Because that's, that's the main issue with all these phones and things is that when you play uh, any game on the phone, you do, you can't feel the buttons, so it yeah. doesn't feel the same. Like when you have the
1: NES controller, you feel like you're really in control, you know?
0: Uh-huh. Like
1: every little nuance, though, it feels like you can control.
0: I mean, even when you're playing emulation on, like, a laptop or a keyboard, you're still pressing the physical buttons.
2: Oh, no, I waited too long for the spy. I was looking at this buy and now it's gone.
0: Ooh. Who's listening live?
2: <laughs> so angry. Are you serious? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's invalid now. Thank you for listening
0: to VGBS. We appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole arduous uh, podcast. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to correspond with us, you can email us at bgbspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. its two two six four is 26226-4BGBS. You can leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text message. Um, Whatever you want to do, correspond. Also, comment on us. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right, see you later. Woo!
2: Later.